but I'll moon anyone any any time of the day. I was going to say, now, yeah. the ass. Yeah, all day. You know, drop trout. I got, you know, I don't feel like my butt is, is this photo. I'd rather have a picture of my dick on the internet than my butt. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know what's right. I don't, I don't have, like, like I said, I just have a normal dick. Yeah. But I feel like my butt, it's hairy. It's probably oh, got okay. some cellulite on it. Yeah, I don't have. Pimple. Any hair. It's white as hell. I got moles on my butt. Yeah, your butt though. I can imagine your butt. I'm just closing my eyes like I do every night and imagining your soft, perfectly smooth, brown curves of your buttocks, Eddie. I don't have a photogenic ass like that. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 280 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie. Yes, sir. It's a V-Day B-Day show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's V-Day, Valentine's Day. Yes, not Vagina Day. Not Vagina Day. Yeah. Every day is Vagina Day in my house, because <laughs> I'm a vagina. I don't get my wife's vagina no. every day. And then B-Day, my birthday. Yeah. February 15th, I'm 37 years old. Old man. Hella old. Like, it's it's kind of, like, I don't think we can be friends anymore. I know, I'm, I'm total dad style now. Yeah. I've made it. Sorry, man. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I do kind of feel like I'm getting these feelings of, oh my God, what have I done with my life? <laughs> I've got these three fucking kids. Yes, I have a beautiful <laughs> wife. I've got a cool job. I've got this show. Mm-hmm. But what do I really have? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do I mean? I just listed like 10 great things. What's wrong <laughs> with me? Why can't I be happy yeah. with what I have? There's, I, I, don't, I can't remember who said it, but there's like a, a quote where uh, I think it's the true, uh, the true meaning of happiness is appreciating what you already have. Or yeah. no, wanting what you already have. Right. And I mean, I've, obviously I'm happy. I, like like sure. you, I have three... Going to have three kids, right. love them, love my beautiful wife. Of course. But there's still something, you know, I'm like, look, watching Sean White on the fucking Olympics. You're right. Motherfucker's 31, just got a gold medal. I'm I like, know. God damn, man. Seriously. Yeah. I know, where's our gold medal? Exactly. You think sometimes like, man, should I, should I pivot here? You know, what am I going to be doing? This is what gets me is when I say to myself, this is cool right now. Mm-hmm. What am I going to be doing in 10 years? Yeah. And I feel like because of our economy and maybe because of the nature of our jobs, you know, maybe this is the make America great again time, this like fake time that existed where some, you know, my dad worked at the factory for 30 years. <laughs> and in a weird way, that almost seems seems insane. It's pretty crazy. yeah. Like, why would you work the same job? You mean to tell me at no point in 30 years, did you have another opportunity? Did you just get bored and then you just say, yo, man, I got to do something different. Like, I think back then that was seen as an amazing feat. Mm-hmm. And they would give you a pension. They would have to really entice you to stay that long. Yeah. But now people are, you know, jump a job once a year, two, three years. Mm-hmm. And so I would often wonder myself, like, when I'm some old ass dude, you know, God bless. I hope I get to retire when I'm 50. <laughs> you know, that'd be dope. But I probably won't be. Like, what am I going to be doing? Where am I going to be working? Yeah, I, I think about that too, and it's I yeah I have no clue. Yeah, like I'm like oh you know it would be nice if I became like a travel writer or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But when right. the fuck is that gonna happen, man? Yeah, I, I, yeah, my kids are too young right now. You're about to have another kid. That's what I'm saying, man. So you got an 18 month shackle. <laughs> let's just say 20 18 year. 18 years. Yeah, me. and let's just say 20 year shackle is now just dropping onto your chest Mm -hmm. you will not be a travel writer for 20 years (laughs) and then maybe some people say hey you know i went back to school i did all this i don't know i think eddie and i are too involved in our goddamn kids lives yeah to to do something like that but you you should do it should i you become a travel writer okay you gotta travel a little bit more yeah that's (laughs) true and and you need money to do that man so i gotta i gotta you know start saving or something speaking of jobs yes you still have one i do yeah which is great we got a bunch of emails for people asking for your presentation yeah and i immediately said no 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 no. sorry it's just this is a thing that needs to live on as words yeah yeah (laughs) there doesn't need to be evidence exactly and shout out to all my coworkers who started listening to the show. Yeah. Um, gotten some great feedback from them, some subscribers. Um, everyone's super totally. encouraging. So shout out to you guys. Love you guys. I mean, I can tell 
when new people, our show isn't that big. So if we get a bump of 20 listens a day, mm-hmm. I see it. Like I can <laughs> see the graph perk up. And thank you, yeah, to all of Eddie's co-workers for perking up the show. Yes. It's that easy. So, yeah, and Eddie still does have a job. A lot of concerned emails (laughs) about you. So far. Still have a job so far. So far. Yeah. So far, so good. And because you mentioned the drunk show, that one got some hits. Oh, okay. So please don't mention the drunk show. Yeah, don't even. You should just bleep that out. (laughs) I should be bleeping it out. (laughs) It's like Voldemort. You can't say that shit. Seriously, if I say the first show... Or the drunk show. Those are the last two shows I want people to listen to. And now people are stampeding yeah. to listen to the, Hey, you know what I don't want you to do? I don't want you to tell 10 friends about the show. All right. Because it's reverse or, psychology. Or donate on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. We don't want that. Yeah, right. So, you know, I it, it, V-Day, V-Day. Yes. And Valentine's Day is on November 14th. And then my birthday is on the 15th, which God bless my mom for not having me on. I keep saying God bless. Like I'm a preacher or something. It's, was, Hallelujah that my mom. Uh, <laughs> it's becoming like a thing. I'm, I'm, aware, I'm aware of it now. It's like when I was saying dog all the time. <laughs> all right, I'm working on this. God bless. So thank you to my mom for not having me on Valentine's Day. Because that would have been shackling me with uh, a curse. Was that an option for her? <laughs> like She's like, no, you know what? I'm going to hold it in for a day. She just keistered it. <laughs> yeah. Like when you have to take a shit real bad. It fell. I fell into the second chamber. That's what yeah, I always yeah, say when exactly. I have to take a shit so bad where I feel like it's knocking on the door and then all of a sudden it goes away. Yeah. Like the shit retracted back <laughs> up into my second chamber. I don't like that feeling. No. I'm like, if I got to take a shit, I want it to happen. Right. And then when it goes away, I'm like, what the f-? It's like when you're about to sneeze and you don't, it's not oh my satisfying. God. No. And then if you try to force the poop out after it's already, you know, retreated yeah. into its foxhole, <laughs> that, that hurts. Yeah. You know, you're going to blow something out. I always tell my kids that, you know, you're going to get a hemorrhoid. Because you know me, <laughs> terrified of those roids. So, so speaking of roids, yes. uh, there was a tweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> that okay. You I should clarify that. Yeah. Well, okay. Number one, uh, Sandra, our mother-in-law. Okay, well, two weeks ago, yeah. I tweeted, hey, the show, we're doing it tomorrow mm-hmm. or something because Eddie has hemorrhoids can't make the show yeah. and you're right so yeah our mother-in-law our mother-in-law uh she texted my wife who is her daughter and said hey what's going on with eddie i heard he's in the er for hemorrhoids or something <laughs> and i was like what? like kristen told me i was like what right. the you fuck? probably didn't see the tweet no so then i immediately went to twitter and i looked right. at your personal account yeah and i was like there's nothing on here let me check save it for the show and there it is and i'm like if right. it comes from this account <laughs> Don't don't believe it. I mean seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we had the blue check mark verified, <laughs> then you know when we talk about Eddie's hemorrhoids. Yes. It's the real deal. <laughs> if you did have to go to the ER for hemorrhoids, I'm bringing the equipment. <laughs> oh, We're God. live streaming. Yeah. On location. <laughs> And then our top Patreon will get your hemorrhoid. There you go. Shriveled up on it. It's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, my birthday falls before Valentine's Day. Thank God. Because I feel like if I was born on Valentine's Day, I would have to be a pimp, a player. <laughs> I would have to be such a Casanova. Mm-hmm. And my nickname would be like Valentino <laughs> or Cupid. Yeah. And which is, I think really flies in the face because I am an Aquarian, an Aquarius. Okay. Aquarius. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius, which is the water bearer, mm-hmm. which is a mellow sign. And anyone who's listened to the show, you know, more than once or twice, I don't think I've ever really yelled in the show once. <laughs> like, it, I'm very much my birth sign, even though I don't really subscribe to the notion of what they are. So, yeah, I'm. Just, my point being, that's not the sign. If you're born on Valentine's Day, you're much more like me. You're not a Lothario. Yeah. Of the sheets, which I would have had to have been. <laughs> and bad. then what? Too bad. So what What? What do you have to be now the day after Valentine's Day? It's terrible. <laughs> and I've talked about this in the show where Valentine's Day, when you're in a couple, is about each other mm-hmm. and cherishing each other. Or yesterday I said something to my wife because my wife is sick and I'm a little nasally too, if anyone mm-hmm. noticed. But I said to my wife, oh man, you're sick, so... That means we're not going to have any action on Valentine's Day, (laughs) which was a joke Mm -hmm. that I shouldn't have made because A, I'm sort of making fun of her for being sick and saying your sickness is bullshit to me because it's affecting me. (laughs) I don't care about you and the fact that you're sick and, you know, that's terrible. Me. Yeah. And then that B, she said, well, Valentine's Day is about romance, not just about fucking. (laughs) 
And I said, true, but where's romance leading to? <laughs> I mean, no guy on earth has ever romanced a gal to not have sex with her. Yeah. And Valentine's Day to me, especially when you're single or when you're not married, or even when you're married, it's a day of moves that you're doing in order to take your marker and put it closer to the vagina. Yes. You know, like, girl, I woke up early and I brought you a coffee. Five points. <laughs> I made you breakfast in bed. 20 points. And guys, I just feel like this is what we're doing. We're trying to accrue points mm-hmm. all day long. And so finally, at the end of the day, it's like, have I accrued enough points to fuck? <laughs> yes. Great. If not, uh, here's another birthday card. Yeah, what else going to do? <laughs> all right. This is a video game to me because yeah. I'm a guy and I run my life like a video game. Is there an extra quest or something? What is there a cheat code here, <laughs> girl? And so, but no, my wife wasn't thinking that at all. And so I think, yeah, so I like to joke that for Valentine's Day, her present is we don't have to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then on my birthday, my present is we do have to do it. <laughs> So we'll see. She's very sick. Okay. Um, and in this case, truly bless her heart. Mm. I hope she feels better um, for her own good and not just mine. Are you above having sex with her while she's sick? <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a drink. I almost <laughs> got that out. I I would have sex dead. You could fuck me when I'm dead, Eddie. When I'm sick, I've been so sick that when my sickness doesn't cancel out the horn. <laughs> the hornness stays. My poor wife, no way. I feel like there's no way in hell she could be horny enough to fight that yeah. over being a fever. But she's going to be like nauseous. And I'm going to be laying on top of her, just pounding away her nauseous body. You don't know if the moaning is her being sick or if she's into it. Right. That feels like <laughs> assault. <laughs> yeah, like having sex with a woman who, or a man who is so sick that they are going to barf. Yeah. No. But for me, hell yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Do your thing. Um, so she was really mad and so, but not really mad. And cause I got excited because I feel like on your birthday too, if I have sex with my wife, it's all about me, mm-hmm. you know? Cause normally when you have sex with anybody, you want to, it's, it's, it's back and forth. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of enjoyment out of their enjoyment. Definitely. But on your birthday or on a special occasion, it's just all you, <laughs> like you don't really have to worry about, you know, okay, I got to last here. Whew. Like, you know, I got to think about something weird or I better slow this rhythm down. You can just be come fucking. It's just, just, just two speeds. This speed is just all about just doing it. Just getting it done. Getting it done any way that works. And so that's exciting. Hopefully that happens for everybody. Is that a real term? Come fucking? I said that the other day to Nicole (laughs) where we were laughing about something. We were doing it. I was like, yeah, but if we have sex like that, that's like, come fucking like, I'm going to come no matter what. Like all of a sudden I'm smelling your hair and I'm feeling you. I'm going to get in trouble for this. And like the noises and everything, like it's too perfect. Yeah. Like it drives me too wild. I got to stop. I got to pull back. Like this is not going to work. I do not want this to end. Cause that's the other thing too. Like, even with cum fucking where you're just doing it to, to end it, mm-hmm. you don't want it to end because then you got to go back to your dumb, dumbass life. <laughs> like to me, every time I've ever done anything sexual, it's like a moment in time mm-hmm. where the internet's off, the TV's off, I have my wife's undivided attention. And that's great. I mean, how often does that happen? Yeah. It's very sensual, Eddie. I'm a very sensual guy. <laughs> cum fucking. <laughs> I will not make that the title. Of this episode. My wife likes to text while we sex. Oh, so. does she? Yeah. To me sometimes. <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's like, hey. She's on Snapchat throwing me, <laughs> doing faces. <laughs> Could you imagine she says oh, he would? I'm like, is that Eddie back there? <laughs> so, yeah, I hope everybody has a great, great time. Yeah. But think about me on the day after, on Thursday, when you're listening to the show. When you're cum fucking. <sighs> Probably won't. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, too, what my, my kids will do. Because that's their hard thing when you have children is then your poor partner, it's on them to sort of rouse the children into doing things for you, mm-hmm. including making cards or getting gifts or doing things. Just more shit yeah. that you got to do until your kids get old. Once your kids get old enough to actually do anything for you, they don't want to. Yeah. They're like, fuck you. I'm 18. <laughs> what am I going to do for you, dad? And then when they get our age, you know, I'll, like, I'll blow a call into my dad or, yeah. or send him a text. Now my mom... And our mother-in-law, mm-hmm. I feel like it's very important that we get them a gift. Mm-hmm. But my dad, I haven't gotten my dad a birthday gift in 30 years. Yeah. What am I supposed <laughs> to get that motherfucker? Exactly. For real. You can what get whatever you supposed he to wants. Get what would you get, possibly get your dad? I don't, I can't, I don't even, maybe a bottle of liquor? 
<laughs> but even that, he would want to enjoy with you. Yeah. You know what you do? You get them pictures of your goddamn kids. Yeah. Because really, what else can you do? And you kind of, like, in our house, sometimes we'll hold some good photos hostage. Mm. We won't put them on Instagram because I know at Christmas time we can give it to them and be like, look at this exclusive, <laughs> exclusive photo that's never been posted anywhere. <laughs> it hasn't been, you know, over liked on Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom. You guys get it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what you can get your dad. We're we're all over. <laughs> it's my birthday. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, we got a bunch of voicemails this week, including a birthday voicemail. Let me play that. We'll play some voicemails and then we'll we'll do some other stuff. Cool. All right, this one. Oh, this first one's from Shakita. Oh, okay. All right, let's play this one. Hey Dan, it's Shakita. I'm just calling to wish you a happy birthday. Um, I think this year your birthday falls on a show day, right? So I'm not sure if you're going to be listening to this early or late, but either way, I hope you had a great birthday. Okay. Bye. Ooh, got that kiss. (laughs) Snap, son. So she's right. This is special because it's my birthday on the show day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, I don't think your birthday's ever fallen on a show day. And it hasn't happened in the five years we've done the show. Mm-hmm. So super, super day. Yeah. B-Day, V-Day. Uh, let's do another one. Uh, here we go. Hey, what's up, Dan and Eddie? Um, big fan of the show, man. Uh, this is Brian calling from Baltimore. Dry guy. I called before. I mean, uh, I left a message before. But um, I'm listening to your podcast, and uh, you were talking about um, a, a chick calling you at 3.30 in the morning, supposedly by mistake. Man, I'm going to add a little bit of uh, controversy to that to that little story. Um, as innocent as you think it might be, I think it's, uh, I, I think that lady, I think I think Shorty was trying to uh, see if you was down for a booty call, try to play it off as a mistake. She'd known you for a few years. She probably had a crush on you. And uh, she, I guess she, without saying, hey, let's fuck, uh, she tried to throw it out there like it was a mistake, like, oh, um, I can hear what you. I can hear what you're saying, or something like that, to try to, you know, disguise it, see if you're going to call back and see what's up. Then she's going to try to go from there. I think she tried to slide, you know, try to get in the pants. Then you might want to watch yourself. And uh, Eddie, good job on that presentation, man. Uh, when you were telling that story, I was I was dying laughing. Um, hopefully you don't get fired, and uh, you have to rely on the Patreon to uh, get your residuals. But um. Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm thankful for the show, man. Y'all make me laugh every week. And um, I hope y'all can hear me because uh, I'm in the truck. I'm at work. But um, thanks, man. So much there yeah. I want to discuss. So first of all, thank you, Brian. Yeah. So much. And yes, we could still hear you, but we could hear your truck. Yes. Fair enough. Next time, send a message from home, from the bathroom. <laughs> but okay, there's a, I would love more than anything. <laughs> I would be so flattered if at 3.30... Some girl texted me, what did he say, want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to wake up, yeah. sneak out, turn the alarm off, kick a dog probably. <laughs> the other thing too is this woman lives in another city. Mm. So I would have to book a flight <laughs> to to see her. And maybe she wanted a little phone sex. You know, I feel like back when I would do stuff like, or should we could do a FaceTime. Maybe she wanted to do some like naughty FaceTiming. You need to hide like in the closet underneath your stairs. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I would have to go in the cold garage. Yeah. And nobody wants to blow a cold load. And when I like come into my car in like a, in a Kleenex. Just a wide open car. <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting in the front seat in the most secret place I can find. And then one of my kids comes in the garage, yeah. sees what's going what on. What are you doing, dad? Uh, try to kill myself. that would be less embarrassing oh my god dad was trying to kill himself in the car where's the hose aren't you supposed to i'm not doing a very good job of it go inside you know what i love you i'm gonna i'm not gonna do this you did it you turned me around uh so yeah um no i I wish i could say that that's what this gal is doing but no yeah i mean to throw your feelers out there and start off with, I know I can hear what you're saying or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's a little too obscure for me to be like, yeah, she wants to get this D. But to his point, it is a bit of a bait where she could, I could reply, whoa, what do you mean? Oh, that's Yeah. Like let's, let me see if he's up first before right. I start the convo. Totally. So okay. like an accident, you could say to a girl and I'll see you 
at the store and you say, whoops, what? And you say, oh, shit, girl. Sorry. <laughs> Meant that for someone else. You up? <laughs> By the way, I mean, you must be up because you texted me. <laughs> so true. Okay. And, but no. Yeah. But no. But it would be great. Would be great. Uh, let's do, you know, we got a voicemail from English Paul. And since he's my favorite, let's let's play that. Hold yeah. on. Hey, guys. How's it going? Everyone good? Good. So I was thinking recently back to Download Festival again last year, and I thought of something that you guys would probably find amusing, which I wanted to share on the show. Now, if you think back to most of the stories that I've told you guys, the uh, witch's kiss, the sicky, pissy bin bag, that all happened at various Download Festivals over the years. So that should give you an idea of what those five days are like when you're camping there. And so uh, last year, me and my friend Scott were just hanging around the campsite on the Friday over Saturday after getting home on Wednesday. And uh, these two quite attractive girls came over and they said that their friend was getting married soon. And so as a present to her, they were trying to see how many photographs of anonymous men's dicks they could collate and give to her as kind of a uh, pornographic collage, I guess. Uh so we were afraid kind of looked at each other and had to politely decline them because, I mean, I'm quite a shy and introverted person anyway. So if that happened just in general life, I would politely decline. But if there's one fucking place where I'm not going to just drop my trousers to a random hot female, it's on the third day of a fucking festival. You're not at peak presentation condition, you know. So, I mean, I'm not really asking you guys what you would say because I think I know what most most men would say in that position. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Pussy... I can't say it. Sorry, it doesn't work in a British accent. Um, taste buds on your dick, though. I'm all about that. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Uh, what is it? Pornographic cloche. Like... <laughs> That's a great to say anything for us. Yeah. So you know what I didn't even realize about these music festivals? You sleep there. Oh yeah. And then you just are waking up, watching music, raging all day, mm-hmm. sleeping in a tent. I mean, the amount of sex, drugs, and rock and roll that goes down at these events has got to be unheard of. Yeah. And so he's right. So after two, three days of not showering, showing his dick like this probably sweat and dingleberries <laughs> and you know your boy ep is uncut yeah. you know english paul is not circumcised so you got to be taking care of your your schmegma ring <laughs> and stuff and let's say you do take a picture for a girl flaccid do you pull it back do you pull the turtleneck back do you yeah. cock do you cock oh, your that's gun a good question or do you just let it show because to me when i see an uncircumcised dick and it has like that gonzo nose yeah like a inside out <laughs> bugle you know, like a bugle, the cracker, uh, looking like a manatee, sort of. <laughs> a sea cow. I, I'm not trying to shame anyone, because here I am, ashamed of my own cut penis. But uh, you pull it back, maybe. Yeah. You let the head shine. Well, I mean, I, why would you take it flaccid? I, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to take a picture, you got to get the best you can. There's so much I want to know about this. You're right. Yeah. Like, do you say to the girl, girl, I got to get chubbed up yeah tiny bit and so you like and then would you take her phone because i think that's what you would probably have to do just take her phone and take a picture Mm -hmm. because if you took it on your own phone and then texted her now there's a communication that can then be sort of used against you and what if you are one of these guys maybe you've got a big old mole on the side of your dick (laughs) or a tattoo around your shaft (laughs) so you know these someone could spot you in a lineup like this yeah I have a pretty ubiquitous, just white dude dick with black pubes. <laughs> Nothing crazy. You know, you couldn't really pick me out in a lineup. Just a basic dick. Just a basic dick. Just like a good, normal dude dick. And there's nothing weirder. My pubes are just there. You know, I trim them back. I throw like a number two guard on, you know, nice. once a quarter, maybe. This week, I might go a little bit extra. All right. Because of the V-Day B-Day. There you go. And so, yeah, you just, yeah. I, <laughs> So I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't think I would have done the same thing. Now, also, the thing about Paul is he's single. Mm-hmm. He's not married. He doesn't have any children. And I feel like that is like a slingshot that's just pulled back. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Why not? Fuck it. I'll go skydiving. <laughs> I'll get this tattoo. Who do I care? Yeah. No one's relying on me for their livelihood. <laughs> that changes everything once you have other people, including maybe a dick pic. <laughs> 
So unless you took a dick pic, Paul, because I know you have dreadlocks too, and maybe you put your head down by your dick, so it's like, <laughs> that's English Paul's yeah. wanka. Maybe he dreads his pubes, man. Oh my God. You gotta, maybe he's like took it you know, to the next level. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, fuck, I got dreaded pubes, son. The carpet matches <laughs> the, the drapes, drapes <laughs> you know, in his case. And so, but I, I don't blame you at all. No. I wouldn't have done it either, even maybe as a single lad. And certainly now... I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm a lot like Paul. Like, I'm introverted. Right. I'm kind of shy. So yeah, I would not, in any circumstance, I don't think, pull out my mm. dick and let a stranger take a picture of it. I completely agree. But I'll moon anyone any any time of the day. I was gonna say now yeah. the ass. Yeah, all day. You know, drop trout. I got. You know, I don't feel like my butt is is this photo. I'd rather have a picture of my dick on the internet than my <laughs> butt. Seriously. I don't know what's right. I don't. I don't have like like I said. I just have a normal dick. Yeah. But I feel like my butt. It's hairy. It's probably oh, got okay. some cellulite on it. Yeah. I don't have pimple. Any hair? It's on white my body. as hell. I got moles <laughs> on my butt. Yeah, your butt though. I can imagine your butt. I'm just closing my eyes like I do every night and imagining your soft, perfectly smooth, brown curves of your buttocks, Eddie. I don't have a photogenic ass like that. I've got what you would call dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. In my house, we call those tight little buns <laughs> dinner rolls because that's what we affectionately refer to my children's buns as. Not all my buns, Jim no. Kids buns. My daughter's got a flat ass, but my son's got these tiny little dinner rolls, right? Uh, I think I had one of my kids on the show once and we titled that show Dinner Rolls. I think, yeah. Deep I think I remember that. Cut, <laughs> yeah. Episode 40 or 50 or something like that. Uh, so yeah, the moral of the story is I would rather take a picture of my schwanzer. Mm -hmm. You sounds like your butt. You'd oh, rather yeah. Your butt. Now, oh, what yeah. if they took a picture of it and you were bent over and there was your balls seen there too? Or your asshole? Like you would have to really try to strike a pose. Yeah, I'm not trying to have a gaping Goatsy. hole up there, <laughs> right. dude. I mean, well, go you big. Know, just like a nice, like like you would see on you know a movie. Right. Like an R-rated movie where, they're, you know, the guy's taking a shower or something. Right. That type of butt shot. It's Terminator 2, <laughs> and you were just transformed. Yes. And you're standing up in a lightning. Exactly. And it's that perfect Arnold ass. Yeah. I'm right not there. <laughs> spread, spread cheeks, man. No. No, fine. All right, fine. Uh, so, yeah, we love voicemails on the show. Clearly, please send us a voicemail if you would like. And maybe we'll play it. You know, we also love, too, I've been mentioning his stories. Mm -hmm. And people keep sending us in uh, fun things to talk about. And, yeah, right before the show, our boy A-Train delivered on something I felt like you and I could riff on for a minute. Okay. Is that Chipotle. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like for years, Chipotle, which is a Mexican food restaurant here in America, was sort of like the highest of high quick service restaurants. Mm -hmm. The best Mexican fast food you could buy was Chipotle because it was fresher. It was a little more expensive. They had whatever, organic. They, they were very good at this message. Yeah. And it made people feel healthy. Mm. Kind of like how advertising makes you feel kind of okay when you eat a Snickers. <laughs> or kind of okay when you eat those sun chips. Yeah. You know, I love those sun chips. But Chipotle had that same notion of, hey, if you're going to eat fast food, I mean, Subway tries. Yeah. And then you go into a Subway and it's like walking into the bar in Star Wars with the aliens. <laughs> you know, did it, did it, did it. What's yeah. that stupid bar called on Tatooine? Yeah, I, think. I can't remember. It's disgusting. And you look over the sneeze guard and the lunch meat is pre-cut, pre-packaged, pre-sliced. It's been touched by 20 people mm -hmm. before it goes into your mouth. And the produce is weird. Plus the people working there are just, you know, they don't want to work there. <laughs> and, and I'm sorry that they have to. I mean, nobody that, you know. So anyways, Chipotle, though, they're fired up. They're happy to see you. You read a story online, like at In-N-Out, they probably make 200 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> Something ridiculous. <laughs> There's a guy in the back on the grill, and he's grilling, and mm -hmm. they're making food right there. You think, wow, this is great. However, two years ago, they got hit with an E. coli outbreak. Mm -hmm. And I remember reading articles that some people thought it was, it was a hit. Yeah. You know, where people went in there, they, an inside job, because they were on such a high and Chipotle was so popular that a competitor would do something. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe your Qdoba, maybe your Baja Fresh <laughs> tried to take them down, or maybe not even in the Mexican chain, in and out. Mm -hmm. Who knows? So, dude, after that, though, they tanked. Yeah. Like, they went so far downhill. They were doing all this stuff. And now I feel like they've done their most desperate thing yet. 
They just hired the CEO of Taco Bell. The CEO of Taco Bell is now going to be the CEO of Chipotle. What? 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 I know. Because Why? Taco Bell on paper has just exploded. Like the past seven years for Taco Bell, between all their stunts, the Doritos Locos Taco, the taco that was made out of chicken. Mm -hmm. The fucking chicken was the shell. <laughs> yeah. Like they're doing all these Frankenstein food things, which a Chipotle would never do. Mm -hmm. For them, stepping out was adding like a tofu option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the menu. Sofrito. Sofritas. <laughs> and so, which are pretty good, by the way. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, now you're going to have this guy running it. And I really wonder what it's going to do to Chipotle's advertising, mm -hmm. which I always felt like was really on point. Yeah. The whole brand was great. Their packaging. But now that they have this dude who apparently is known for going crazy, taking risks, outlandish stunts and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I felt kind of sad. Like, damn, that's what they got to deal with. What happened to their original CEO? He stepped down. Oh, he stepped down. Okay. Yeah, and he's kind of a weirdo. Like, did you ever watch that show? He did a, a reality show where it was about, like, the America's next food chain. Like, he's got that something about him. Okay. Like, he's, there's, there's a thing about him. So, like, a good CEO, he's stepping down. Like, you know what? I'm the coach of this team. We're not winning. I'm going to step down mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, even being crazy or something like that. So, you know, good to, good for him. But, excuse me, um, all I want to know is now who's running Taco Bell? Yeah. And you got the CEO of Del Taco standing over here like, what about me? <laughs> what about me, guys? Uh, but why would they not get maybe the CEO of, I don't know, Coke? And how much is this guy making? How much money do you make to be the CEO oh yeah. of Chipotle? F 500 grand? 700 grand? I feel plus stock? I would say at least a mil. Yeah, you're right. A cool mill. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Could you imagine that you're at that level and when you're getting headhunted for a job like that, maybe even like negotiating that thing would be such a big deal. Yeah. Anyhow, thank you for the story. Uh, I still love Chipotle and I go there as often as I can. Mm -hmm. It's pricey though. A little pricey. A little bit. For me. But I mean, they give you a ton of food. They really do. So, And it's good. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Well, you know what I like to do, too? Here's my let me give you a tip, Bubby, <laughs> is you get the burrito. And then, like the people that haven't heard and seen every <laughs> scam. And you get the burrito and you say, okay, I'll have a burrito, please. And they say, well, black or, or brown or white rice. Mm -hmm. And you say brown. And they put it on there. And then you can say, can I have a little bit more? And they say, sure. And then they say, black or pinto. And you say, I like black beans, but can I have a double scoop? And then they go, and they drop a double scoop of beans in there, and they don't charge you for it. Okay. And then you get your meat, and then you do the rest of it. And then when by the end, the burrito looks like a child. <laughs> I mean, the burrito is so large that no human on earth should eat that alone. So you cut it in half, mm -hmm. and you share it with your loved one. <laughs> like I do. For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. And then hopefully you get to go home and come fuck. <laughs> or you take half that burrito and eat it tomorrow. There you go. For breakfast or for lunch. <laughs> so there's a tip for you guys. All right. Let's do some questions. Yeah. We've gotten so many lately. It's a V-Day, B-Day show. Let's involve some people and uh, we'll go from there. You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. Like I said, we love questions on the show. And you can get at us, saveforthshow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous. You can tweet at us at siftshow on snapchat also at sift show uh lots of ways to say hello oh i asked for valentine's day questions and some stuff like that so mm -hmm. we got a couple of those uh hey dan and eddie i have a real treat you guys will love that you're i have a real treat you will love because you're so into porn stats and all the background info it's a podcast called unfiltered by Holly Randall. She's doing interviews with porn stars, directors, script writers in a really funny way and revealing a lot of insider information. I just listened to number three with Mike Quasar and it's hilarious. Have fun and PGW longtime listener Catherine from Austria. Oh, wow. Yeah. So major shout out to Austria. Yeah. And I didn't listen to the show, but I looked it up and it does sound funny. But I also, I don't know if I'll listen to it. Yeah. Because part of me also, like we're doing as, as we live stream the show and ruin the mystique that you and I, I think people thought you and I were way uglier to have gotten a lot of that, which I think is a serious compliment yeah, thank you. that anyone says that you and I are handsome. But maybe listening to all this about porn, but it's also kind of like what's happening with the, the Olympics right now, where there are all these really great stories about North Korea. Mm -hmm. 
And I wanted to be really happy, like, oh, cool, you know what? They got that cool cheering section. And yeah, man, they're really trying to be diplomatic. But then I wonder how much of it is fake and I get really cynical. Yeah. And for years, all we did was say how we hated North Korea. And all of a sudden, because they have like cute cheerleaders, we're just letting it all slide. <laughs> like all the calamities they do and the nuclear war and the slavery and just the terrible stuff. Yeah. They've got some cute girls and they're singing Bruno Mars <laughs> and America's forgiven them. Well, you can't you can't blame the people of North Korea because they're under a dictatorship. Of so, course. Yeah. So good for those people, you know, trying, right. to, trying to show that they're just regular people and they want right. to be included. But are but, they? I feel like these people are there under a pretense. They're probably told, look, motherfucker. Yeah. You're here and you're cheering. And if you're not, don't even bother coming home because your your house is gone. Yeah. And your family's dead. <laughs> You know, and people gave Mike Pence a lot of flack because he seemed like a real petty bitch because he didn't stand or didn't wave or didn't say hello to someone from North Korea. Mm -hmm. But you know what? This is a guy who is a petty bitch. Yeah. And that's why he's successful being a politician, because he hates those people. He hates North Koreans. He probably hates all Koreans. <laughs> probably hates all Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, he's there and he's not going to give him the time of day. And people thought he was a prick. But then, like I said, on the other hand... I'm so confused. I thought, like, I want to, we're, we're supposed to be friends, but we're not. Who knows what's really going on? <laughs> so that's the point. I, this is the point of this porno podcast. <laughs> it's sometimes I don't want to look too deeply into something because it gets confusing or there really is sort of like a sad angle to yeah. porn that I get worried about. And, and yeah, I don't want to know porn stars on a personal level. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to know what they do day to day. Because that humanizes them, Eddie. Then you feel bad <laughs> exactly. watching them get destroyed. You're a piece of shit. And so am I. And so is everyone. So it should be required listening. If you're going to watch porno, you need to get to know the girls. <laughs> Fuck the guys. The guys are just lucky to be there. Yeah. But those poor women, we need to, we need to get to know them a little bit. Uh, but thank you, though. Uh, either way, Catherine, really appreciate it. Hey, guys, for Valentine's Day, I'm dying to get my girl to try anal. Any tips on what I can do? To help her get on the brown team, A G W A S W, which I think he meant ass got wet. Yeah, uh, Robert. So we talked about this on the show a handful of times. Remember one time I had back when I thought, you know what I can do to make the show popular? I'm going to have other podcasters on. Mm -hmm. And nearly every podcaster gives that as their best advice to grow your show. Go on other podcasts and have other podcasters on your podcast. <laughs> Fuck no. Like people reach out to us all the time about wanting to be on our show. I'm like, dude, do you even listen to the show? Yeah. Like all of a sudden I'm going to have some podcaster on here just so I can go on your show. How many, how many listeners does your show have? <laughs> hundred thousand? Sold. Uh, but you no. You can have my show actually. <laughs> just gobble us there up. There you go. <laughs> God damn it. So I get it though, because you think, hey, you like this guy's show, come on my show, get mm -hmm. your new listeners. None of that even really works. It really doesn't. So I had this guy on. Um, he's got a really popular podcast. What the fuck is it called? Something about charm. Um, oh God, charm, art, charm school, the art of charm. Okay. And it's a really popular podcast. And I thought this is great. I'll have this jackass on <laughs> and he's got this huge podcast. He'll tweet about it. Something will happen. Mm -hmm. Even we get 10 new listeners. Great. <laughs> and he came on and the interview was so boring, which is probably on me mm -hmm. because back then I wasn't very good at doing interviews. Not that I'm that much better now, but somebody wrote in a question about anal and I asked him about it and he totally didn't even talk about it. I was like, dude, I thought you did like a sex show or something. So we've talked about it on the show a handful of times, but I don't really have any major tips. Yeah. It's not something that's like at the top of the list in my house. Uh, and I would say a lot of people would say, get drunk or do anything like that. No, like don't plan on it. Uh, start slow. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, go to each your girl's ass. First, like let's let's get something going here first before you try to go full full bore. Yeah, but take your time. In there or something. Finger. Mm -hmm. I I feel though like also don't uh don't start the conversation like the day before or the day of Valentine's Day. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> you need to start this like months in advance. Right. And and get the yeah get the wheels moving before you mm -hmm. yeah. And maybe it's one of those things that's just better left as a secret and a mystery. <laughs> If your if your girl's never done it and thinks it's crazy, just leave it alone. Yeah. Like because either, but maybe she'll love it. And then what? <laughs> then you gotta be maybe be concerned. Like I want to have sex in your vagina tonight. No, 
It's butt only for now, buddy. You wanted this. You bothered me for months to have sex in the ass. And now it's the only way I want it. Uh, not that that's ever happened to me. Um, uh, that sounds convincing. No, I know, right? Um, let's see. Well, what's the best Valentine's gift you guys have ever given or gotten? So what's like the most romantic gesture that you've ever done in your life, Eddie? Can you think of anything? For Valentine's Day? Yeah. Um, not not really. I mean, yeah, not really. My mm-hmm. wife and I don't really celebrate it big. Um, right. And my wife is, you know, she's pretty frugal. So she sure. would, you know, rather not spend the money. Right. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything good. I, you know, I had a really hard time too. And the only, my wife has been very good about it because a lot of times, jokingly, like I said, she'll wrap my birthday up with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, let's do one great weekend. And one time she surprised me. We went to like a spa and stuff like that. She's great. She's mm-hmm. an amazing gift giver. I'm trash. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm garbage. And But the, my best advice that I can give to somebody is find a local candy store or something. Like here in Sacramento, we have a, a chocolate shop called Ginger Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And it's great and it's local. And every year I get my wife chocolate from there. And it's easy. <laughs> so easy because now I have a thing. So my recommendation is get a tradition that both of you guys really like and then you can just do it you don't have to think about it man that easy guys and see then what happens is it gets reversed where at first it might seem kind of annoying like oh geez you get me the same chocolate every year but then if you don't do it Mm -hmm. you're seen as like it's a bad thing so that's where you want to be in that sweet spot where it's appreciated Mm -hmm. and if you fucked up you'd get in trouble. It's hard to get there, <laughs> but you get there and it's good. That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Like my wife, she's almost forgotten about it too. Like this isn't like a 10 year thing. It's probably the third or fourth year mm-hmm. and enough times gone by where she's probably thinking, I wonder if you got me those chocolates again. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm tapping my desk. <laughs> They're in my desk, Eddie. Don't tell her. I'm going to take those and give them to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you need some dog? <laughs> I'm good. I'll just break them in half and, and you can take uh, so do something like that because your girl deserves it. Also, don't be one of these extravagant assholes who only is nice once a year. Yeah. You got to take care of your partner year long. And unless you somehow have one of these people who only wants you to be nice to them once a year, <laughs> then you chose right. <laughs> Today, because it's Valentine's Day, I will not beat you. I will not beat you. Um, we'll go out to dra- dinner where you want. <laughs> And you it, won't have to cook tonight. You won't have to cook tonight. <laughs> oh, thank God. You're welcome. Let's uh, let's do a couple more here. Yeah, thank you for everybody else who sent questions. Let's do some general questions, and then we'll, we'll call it a night. Hey, Dan and Eddie, I just finished listening to the episode Hitler Dick, and the whole part about the green burial made me think of my mom and dad, who passed away in 2014 and 2015, respectively. Why did we call that show Hitler Dick? I oh, I think we were wondering if he had a big dick. Okay. <laughs> and then we talked a lot about historical dicks. Oh, that's right. Okay. And that George Washington probably had a huge, yeah. huge dick. Uh, he goes on to say, so all of us are were of the opinion that nobody deserves a huge monument dedicated to themselves, no statues, and nothing that one human does in this earth warrants such a thing. Mom and dad were both cremated. Time out. This person is referring to their parents as mom and dad, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Not my mom. My mom and dad? Or your mom and dad? Uh, and sorry about your parents dying too. Uh, nothing. Mom and dad were both cremated and per their wishes were spread at the beach. Of course, us being the hicks we are, we can't be buying any expensive urns or anything and certainly can't be applying for proper permits to spread ashes in the ocean. There's a lot of unnecessary red tape. So pause real fast. This person is right, though. Like, if you're cremated and you're put in a box mm-hmm. and then your ashes are strewn about, what do you do with the box? Like, do you keep it because there's still some smoky essence in yeah. there? Or do you throw it out? Or do you keep that on your mantle as sort of a symbol of your that's, dead Yeah, that's one? a good question. Okay, I don't know. But you're right. I want a dope-ass oriental urn <laughs> of, of my ashes that my kids just have to, like a pain object, yeah. lug around for years. And I don't want a lid on it. I just want my ashes just there. And you should, you should, it should be in your will. Like they have to carry it around everywhere they go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and this person's right about the, the warrant, the warrants, the permits, because it's a human's body with stuff. It's not ashes. Like if you burn a tree, you know, it's like a matter that you need a permit in order to put human 
ashes yeah, but like, to places. Who the fuck's going to know, man? No one's going to know. The of course ocean not. is gigantic. Right. You, you call the forest ranger and you say, um, excuse me, uh, <laughs> my mother passed away and uh, her wish was to be her ashes strewn about on the beach. Can I get a permit? The guy would say, look, nerd. <laughs> Okay, you're the one person a year who calls here asking for a permit. Just go and do it, man. <laughs> no one's watching, bro. No one's going to care. Put a brown paper bag around the urn and people <laughs> will think you're shaking out a, a can of sand or something. 40 ounce. A 40. Uh, I heard a story once that somebody in a casino, their parents loved, I don't know, the, the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. And when they died, their wishes were to be put their ashes in the Bellagio or something. Mm-hmm. And, and so this person went to the Bellagio and, of course, they said no. Because they asked, which is insane. And instead, this idiot dumped the ashes out in the hotel room in like a plant. And then the maid went in there and saw a huge amount of ashes in the plant and said, what is this? They knew it was that person. And then, you know, they had like fumigate the room or something because it's human remains. So, okay. Story goes on. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, Da, 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 da. Okay. So... My dad went out in one of those dollar store beach sand pails, and my mom went out in a Pringles can, meaning that's what they had the ashes in. His dad was in a beach pail, and his mom was in a Pringles can, which your mom must have been very tiny, because I feel like an entire human body in one yeah, little in Pringles, Pringles can. can. Damn, that seems, seems pretty small. And not to be all mushy, but hey, can you think of a better, bigger monument than the ocean? Maybe I'll have one of those sky burials and let the buzzards pick at me and eat me and then shit me all over the countrysides. Who knows? Uh, he could call himself your main coon, <laughs> Kevin. And I think uh, that's a play on my old cat, Jack, being a main coon. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so put something in front of me. I'll read it on the internet, apparently. <laughs> But yeah, this is true though. It would be pretty dope to know that your ashes were spread in an ocean. Then you can go there and have a moment mm-hmm. with your parents. And uh, and it's a good story too, clearly, that you guys probably laugh about your folks when you get together. So thank you for sharing it. Uh, let's see what time is it. Let's do one more and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Hey dudes, coconut oil, MM, PGW, DGH, 36. <laughs> Pause. So... <laughs> this man masturbates with coconut oil, yes, which seems like a lot of work. You know, I don't want to towel off or have to rinse That's, off. Yeah, you know. I mean, and coco- coconut oil is like thick. It can be, right? Well, I mean, if it's heated up to like, like I have a thing of coconut oil in my kitchen mm-hmm. that I cook with, and during the winter it's f- f- solid. Yeah, and during the summer it's watery. Okay, so it can it can be melted. Okay, I, yeah, I, I just imagine him. Bas- I mean, it's basically Vaseline, I guess. It's not nearly as water repellent. Okay. Um, but it definitely is. So anyhow, but still, I mean, well, you know what? Why not? You jerk off with coconut oil, and then you just let that coconut oil soak into your super <laughs> soft cock. It. Yeah. And your girl says, damn, boy, what you been moisturizing this cock with? That shit smells good. It smells like a tropical <laughs> stir fry down there. Pina colada. Uh, that's what English Paul should have done. There Had some coconut go. oil on his uh, dick for the festival. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so coconut oil, MM, pussy got wet. What's DGH? Yeah, I don't know. Dry guy hand? Dry guy. Yeah, I don't know. Can't even remember our own things. <laughs> but that's not a dry guy. He's coconut no, oil. Yeah, moist man. Moist man. Total moist man. 36. A few months ago, there was a lot of talk about how to keep a clean butthole, and I wanted <laughs> to share my secret to a clean butthole. eBay bidet. That's my secret. It was like $40 and the best money I've ever spent. Ask anyone. I have the cleanest butthole in Denver. P.S. Dan, are you still smashing with a condom? You got to pull out and report back, bruh. You don't know what you're missing. Coming in the puss is for Mormons and high school students. Coming, wait, what? Coming in the puss? Oh, I got to pull out. Okay, I see. Coming in the puss is for Mormons and high school students? (laughs) What? Let me finish this letter. P.P.S. Uh, please know more hot takes from Tech Douche Chase. Rude. Oh, fighting words. All right. Let's start at the bidet. I Googled it. I looked into it. Okay. And this person is right. For 40 bucks, you can get a bidet, which incredibly easily hooks up to your toilet. This is the kind of thing that I think I used to be afraid of before I did it. Mm-hmm. Toilets, it's, it's just a pipe. Yeah. And the water thing, it just snaps on there. You can totally install this thing yourself. You need a plumber mm-hmm. to install one of these dumb, corny bidets. And it, it goes on there and it shoots up your ass. I say more power to this guy. Oh, However, yeah. it's cold. 
There's, I don't think there's a heater. Yeah, well, I've actually looked into this because because yeah. I, I listened to another podcast and they were talking about bidets and I was like, you know what, that sounds awesome. Tell me more. And they have one for I think like around eighty or ninety bucks, but mm-hmm. it ha- it's heated, and you can set the temperature to How? wherever you want. Does it have to be plugged in? Uh, I think it's battery operated. I was gonna say like a you, plug would be dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it's <just> electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. So batteries are in there that heat up the water. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And that but sounds great. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Maybe that's the product that the show should have. <laughs> Dan and Eddie's bidet. Bidet? Okay. It's uh, bidet. Bidet, <laughs> mate. Uh, so. <laughs> that's the slogan. That's the slogan. I, I, I agree. I, I really should get one of these. I feel like my kids would just play with it. Yeah. You know. Water fountain style. Seriously, exactly. There was a bidet at a house we rented once. And one of my sons turned it on and like scorched his balls because he put the hot water on <laughs> and like an idiot instead of touching it because he like hovered over it all scared. Because who wants to use a bidet at a rental house? Yeah. People probably be fucking on that thing. You know what's weird about built in bidets is that there's no like seat. Right. It's just like the toilet without the seat and it right. shoots water up. Like, right. you, do you, you don't sit down on it then, right? Do you I just guess squat not. over it? I don't you just hang. Yeah, I don't and know. Just let your asshole and the poop crumbs just fall into that thing. That seems like a little dirty. Like Kinda a lot does. of splash. A lot of splash. So okay, fine. Get a bidet though. They they do seem good. And no, I'm not. I I don't have sex with a condom. Did I? I don't know if I ever said that on the show. I think maybe I joked that sometimes I would tell my wife because she'd be like, I don't want to have to get full of cum. Yeah. Tonight, <laughs> and I said, I'll wear a condom. Whatever, please. <laughs> um, because no, I my I don't pull out. Um, no, thanks. <laughs> I want to finish. I don't want to finish with my hand. I guess my girl could finish me. This is gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about this, okay? Don't bring up gross stuff. Um, but do 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 Yeah, okay, fine. Um, Hold on, the, the whole coming in the push is for Mormons and high school students? I guess Mormons to have kids and high school students because they're stupid I mean, and don't I, wear a condom. I would think they, they are the ones pulling out the most. I would think so. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm too old now. They have the most to lose. Yeah. Um, speaking of high school students and sex, have you seen the movie Lady Bird? Uh, no, I haven't. God, I'm so disappointed with it. Oh, really? Dude, and maybe this is because the the hype on it is deafening. I need to Google around to see if, if there's other hot takes Yeah. like I'm about to have on this movie. And yes, it's in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's the Tower Bridge and they eat at lunch at Ernesto's and shit. Oh, okay. And definitely, and they walk in the Fab Forties, and they they drop in all this stuff, but it it feels like a high school movie, like an indie movie. I'm I'm really struggling to figure out like what people are just losing their mind over. Yeah, didn't like wasn't it up for Oscars and shit? Yeah, and the girl who plays Lady Bird is really good in it, mm-hmm. especially because she's like Irish. Yeah, and she's playing like an American teen perfectly, which is incredible. Even though she did grow up in New York, I guess. Whatever. Tell me, I'm an idiot. I do have like 10 minutes left, so maybe in the next 10 minutes something insane happens. Yeah. But I just, man, maybe I am getting old, dude. I just don't get it. Just don't get it. Uh, but I'll tell you what was great was Get Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I'm so behind the times. Um, we should go see Black Panther, though. Oh, yeah. I like how Black Pan- going to see Black Panther is like sticking it to the man right now, too. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. No more questions, Eddie. It's time to get out of here. We're getting crazy. Let's do a real treat. And we'll call it a night. All right. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, I'm just beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie. Tell me what's the real treat. Eddie, what is your real treat this week? It's another uh, Instagram account. Mm. Um, and it's called Nature is Metal. Okay. Have you heard of that? I have not. Uh, if you don't like animal on animal violence, uh, don't oh. check it out. But um, if you're into like crazy nature videos, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they've got some some pretty crazy stuff on there. Wow. There's a like a video of like these eagles or hawks or something, mm-hmm. and they go and grab uh, like mountain goats. Jesus. And pull them off the cliff and just let them drop to their death and then go eat them. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. There's another video where these like antelope are trying to cross the river mm-hmm. and you see like 50 yards away, like 20 crocodiles just hauling ass trying to get to them. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like they're all just all taken out. And it's, Jeez. yeah, it's just crazy stuff like that. I mean, so it's all usually them dying though? Mostly, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, right? Yeah. It's, that, yeah. It's okay. Mother nature at its worst. All right. Well, I will follow it. I follow everything you tell me. Hood. Slams, hood clips, hood clips, hood clips yeah. kook slams, 
all those things that you tell me to follow. Because I, I do like when you curate a feed. I almost wish I could have my personal feed. Mm-hmm. And I think Snapchat is trying to do this right now because the Snapchat update is just uh, yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. Man, I can't believe how bad they missed the mark. Everybody thinks it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Even like armchair UX people who are like, well, the user experience of this application is bullshit. <laughs> it is. They completely ruined everything. They changed everything that made it good. But uh, some of the celebrities I follow, they're not in my feed anymore. They're in like the Discover tab. Yeah. All it's making me is watch them less. Yeah, exactly. Because peppered throughout that is bullshit stories. Yeah. From news magazines that I've never even heard of. I used to like to watch Comedy Central's Discover stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had a a wish that you and I would one day be making cute little videos (laughs) for that. They they cashed it out because nobody was watching it because no one's watching these things. Yeah. Instagram, I actually do kind of wish that I was a feed for my stories of my friends and God, I wish I could unfollow some people from the story. <laughs> Keep your ass in my feed. Yeah. But man, I don't want to see your story. And then sometimes it would be nice to have more of like a, a news stories mm-hmm. of stuff. Because I've noticed that a lot of these videos now, kook slams and whoever, they're putting things in the story now. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's what I look at 80% of the time now. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to swipe. I can't do this anymore up and down. I just press the button once and I sit there and I just watch it from story to story. I can swipe left to right, but up and down is no, bad. That's bullshit. That's old school. It's so old school. And I'm a prick too. I don't like anyone's photos. I don't either. I'm very stingy with my likes. It's not even about being stingy. I just don't care. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Who cares? And and then like if, if I do like someone's thing, then I'm like, man, they're not going to like everyone else's that I'm I looking know. at because... You can see like your friends if they liked, you know, the same post or whatever. Right. So. You see their name there. Yeah. And what if all of a sudden I hadn't liked someone's photo in weeks and all of a sudden she's on the beach <laughs> and yeah. I think like, oh, good for her. She's having a great time and I like it. And as I like it, I'm realizing, damn, she's like, a, <laughs> I just liked a, girl, a bikini photo yeah. from a girl and she's going to see at Dan the Beast liked your photo and she'll think, huh. That's Dan like, hasn't liked one of my photos in a year, and this is the one he likes? That's like uh, sending a text at 3 a.m. <laughs> it kind of is. I can hear what you're saying. Eddie, it kind of is. So I just don't like anything. Yeah. It takes too much effort to double tap on things. <laughs> so I think what I do like, though, is on Instagram, it'll show you the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, like I might post a photo on Instagram and get 30 likes, but the story gets, you know, 200 views because they're held hostage and they have to see it. Whatever. I know this is probably boring. Uh, so what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, yeah. You're, you, yes. you like one, a new one. Nature is metal. Nature is metal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my real treat, I talked about it last week and I'm resurrecting it. I got the Cody working. Oh, okay. I did it this time and I didn't choose the triple X. And so, it worked? And it worked. So that's what it was? No, I didn't choose it again. I did the exact oh, same thing. Okay. And this time it worked. Okay. And man, it is so buggy. Oh, is it? Like, it's taking a device that's real, and it's hacking it and putting this software on it, so it's so slow. Mm -hmm. You're navigating through these menus. You find these streams. I mean, it took me 25 minutes to find Ladybird. Oh, okay. Having to search, and you know, it's the nice thing about your phone being your device on Netflix and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can just type in Ladybird. This is a remote that I have to go like, click, 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 L. Click, 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 A. And, you know, you're moving like a cursor like you do on a, a video game. Mm-hmm. It's a, a nightmare. But I still found it. And I still <laughs> watched it. And the other movie I watched and found was Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. And it totally held up. Oh, yeah, man. When was the last time you saw Forrest Gump? Uh, probably like three or four years ago. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. And why do you, was it on TBS? I can't even. Something? It might have been on at like work or something like that mm-hmm. when I was at an agency. <laughs> It's it's good. And there's so much in it you forget. There's tons of corny parts, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie's from 1994. And this is when Tom Hanks was on fire. He was in, like, Philadelphia, Castaway, Forrest Gump. And mm-hmm. just every year, the guy had out, like, a career-defining movie. And in this one, he's super good. He seems hella young. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who Jenny was is um, Frank Frank Underwood's wife. Uh, oh, okay. God, what's her name? Um, Wright. Robin Wright. Yeah. She's for is Jenny in it, and she's amazing in it. Yeah, kind of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> a little bit. I, I want to just put that out there that you know, Forrest, he's out there making a shrimping empire. <laughs> he's a war hero, a ping pong star, doing all this amazing stuff, 
Dude only fucks Jenny one mm. time. Dude gets his dick wet once. <laughs> gets her pregnant. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And am I, am I dropping Forrest Gump spoilers? <laughs> I mean, the movie's 28 years you old. You asshole. Something. We just lost a bunch of listeners. I'm sorry. But all she's doing is running around doing drugs, experimenting, living life. Getting AIDS. No, hold on. <laughs> does she have AIDS? HIV, I thought, right? But how does Forrest get her pregnant? And how does she have a baby and then get AIDS? And why doesn't Forrest have that AIDS? That's, I mean, you don't automatically get AIDS if you have sex with someone that has AIDS. I know, but still. And I think the movie, when she died, it's in like the mid-80s or something. Was AIDS still not a thing then? Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, Look, that... <laughs> I don't know what she did. She died. Forrest takes over his kid, mm-hmm. the whole thing. And I'm just saying, you know. She could have been a little nicer to Forrest. Yeah. He loved her. And that end scene. So I did watch it with my son, Evan, who's 11. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed it. There's an end scene. I remember seeing this movie in the theater with my parents crying my eyes out. And it's that end scene when he's standing at her grave. Mm-hmm. And he's and Tom Hanks' character's crying. And he's like, he's such a smart boy, Jenny. <laughs> and I fucking, I'm upstairs watching this movie. <laughs> and I'm just crying. And it felt good yeah. to grown man cry at Forrest Gump. That's hilarious. So watch it. I, uh, I I listened to a podcast like years ago and they were talking about Forrest Gump. Yeah. And they were saying like, what if it was a like a Kaiser Soze situation where all the stories he was telling, he was getting details from his surroundings. Right. And they like went through the entire Whoa. movie and they were like, yeah, if you remember this scene, he talks about JFK and, you know, look at the bus and there's like a JFK thing or something like that. Okay. And it's pretty, it's pretty crazy like how, how huh. that could be a theory. Like all, because the entire movie is just him talking. Yeah. At a bus stop, so all these stories could be lies. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Don't you talk about? <laughs> but you're right. It could be. Yeah. Totally could be. He does seem to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But those are lies too. Yeah. You know how else is in it is Sally Field. That's right. And you know, great banging the doctor, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, that was a great scene. <laughs> she fucked Forrest's teacher yeah. in order to get him into school. And so, you know, that wasn't as bad as telling, having to teach my son about masturbating because of Swiss Army Man. But, you know, he uh, teach him. I didn't mean, explain. Did he cry at the end or was it he just He had some you? tears. He did? Okay. Yeah. There was uh, like last weekend or something, we watched Coco again. Okay. Um, I downloaded it. Uh, but totally balled my eyes out did again. Did you? Dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I need was to like, watch it again. I'm like, uh, I, I know what's going to happen. I'm not right. going to cry. Nope. Blubbering like a baby. Aw, Eddie. We're yeah. so romantic here. <laughs> okay, look. Show's over. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, special shout-out to anyone in the live stream chat. You could subscribe to our YouTube channel if you also want to be. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Fuck, kill me. Put a noose around my neck if I ever tell someone to smash <laughs> that subscribe button. We're the new Logan Pauls. <laughs> oh, you know, his dumb ass got tossed off YouTube. Yeah. We're taking over the throne. He was making a, mi- a million dollars a month. Dude, fuck that guy. A million dollars a month. And even he couldn't just figure it out. Yeah. And ride that train and not be a garbage person. So anyhow, fine. We're the new Logan Pauls. Okay. You're Logan. I'm Paul. <laughs> and that's that. You can have top billing. You're Logan. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, the show's over. <laughs> um, but yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us, do whatever, write us a review, uh, the store, you can still get some stuff on there if you'd like. And, and that's it. So for this week, Amanda Hug and Kiss, this episode is a deep one. It's from episode 149 and he titled it PGW. So maybe it's when we talk about the, the humble beginnings of Pussy Got Wet <laughs> on the show. And the song is Best Friends by the band Death by Ung. And that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 280 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Heaven is this weird. Okay. That's a real, that this is, it's kind of a, I'm going to do my best to explain this. All right. So when I was in high school, Too Short was popular, the yeah. rapper Too Short, mm-hmm. which I wonder if on the East Coast anyone knows, because he was like an Oakland, you know, Bay Area guy, yeah. the ghetto, talking about the <laughs> ghetto. That was a pretty big radio hit yeah. of his, probably like in the mid-90s. And he had this other song called Punk Bitch, was the name of the song. Google it, or I'll tweet about it. 
And it was the kind of song when I heard it in junior high. Oh my God. Yeah. It's nasty. <laughs> He's cursing his head off. And there's this the beginning of the song goes like this. She's a punk ass bitch, hoe tramp and a slut. Took her to the motel just to fuck last night. She licked on my balls. And here's the part. Pussy got wet like Niagara Falls. Okay, so that line, pussy got wet like yes. Niagara Falls. Is the, 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 the point of the story is coming up. I remember the entire song, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I can rattle off this entire song. And that line, though, it's, it's, it's one of those weird phrases that, like, pops up in my head all the time. And so when my wife ever mentions anything like, oh, the books got wet. Or, you know... <laughs> I like I started like only when she could hear. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Pussy got wet like Niagara Falls," <laughs> but then it was one of those things where I said it so much that it morphed into just more like, "I pussy got wet," like, <laughs> like I just started saying it more like that, like "pussy got wet," and I don't. It's it's one of those things that's really funny to me. She hates it. Yeah. And the other day, like something, what happened? Like she splashed her jeans with water, and of course I was like, and I and now I can say it in front of my kids because I just go, but they got wet. <laughs> and so is it weird, a that I like took this thing? It's a long thread. Yeah. I mean, this started way back, and I just started saying it, and now it's become like a sound. Like it's not even the words, yeah. anymore. So is that weird? I I don't think so. But they got wet. <laughs> so if you ever, That's my bottom packers. <laughs> if you ever, uh, if you ever around Eddie and I, and we say that, then you know. You're in on it. You know what's up. Yeah. Yeah, You know what's up. Because I like to touch the top. I don't just work <laughs> okay. the shaft, okay. Eddie. I gotta I go the, I mean, the whole thing, up okay. and down. All right. Okay? <laughs> yep.